Welcome to the Stream of David Show, where David taps into higher consciousness and shares divine guidance from the stream, answering all of life's questions and guiding you to the life of your dreams. Sit back with your mind opened as you come along with us on this wonderful journey of higher enlightenment. Here's your host, David Strickle. Hello and welcome to the Stream of David Show. In this episode, we're going to talk about balancing ego consciousness with soul consciousness. You know, I very often hear people in spiritual circles say things like, I no longer have an ego. That's all about my ego, and and I shouldn't let my ego have anything to do with how I run my life. I even hear people say things like, I don't judge. I never judge anyone ever. (laughs) Kind of making fun of people a little bit there, but... I I just I think it's important for us to accept that regardless of how how spiritually connected we are, how spiritual we are, that we're all human beings. We are eternal beings, certainly. Our soul consciousness is eternal. Our soul consciousness is one with source. Our soul consciousness is indeed a collective consciousness of all creation, including all non-physical energy. And our soul consciousness as part of source exists in an eternal, pure, positive, omnipresent, omniscient state. But it's very obvious that we come to this life not to live as exclusive soul consciousness beings. We come to this life to have a physically focused human experience. And the stream has shared with us that we very intentionally come into this human existence, this human experience, and acquire an ego consciousness. And that ego consciousness serves to overshadow, to a large extent, our soul consciousness so that we can have a human experience, an imperfect human experience of contrast, and expand in overcoming the contrast. And we come and acquire this ego consciousness not just to overshadow our soul consciousness, to an extent. But our ego serves us in many ways. Our ego is what drives us through this lifetime, through this human experience. It's what makes us human beings. It's what makes us want to experience human things. And it gives us human emotions, positive and negative. And it allows the effects of polarity to impact us so that we can have this flavorful human life experience that we very often seem to, myself included, forget that that's why we come here. But once you discover teachings like this, once you've discovered the stream and what they have to offer, you come to understand from their offerings that we very much desire the contrast from that soul consciousness, eternal perspective. We desire to come here and align ourselves 
place ourselves right in the path of contrast, sometimes significant contrast, knowing from that eternal perspective, first of all, that this human life is very temporary in the scheme of things, and that it is indeed delicate, that we can have it taken away from us very quickly with little notice. And in doing all of this and coming and having this flavorful human experience full of contrast, allowing polarity to drive our emotions, thus our vibration and creations that follow up and down this virtual vibrational spiral, receiving some of the things that we want and receiving some things that we don't want, receiving some obstacles to overcome. And once we really reach this higher perspective, life really opens up for us. We can really step back and and, and really view our world from that universal source perspective. It's available to all of us, for sure. And when we do that, suddenly all of the things that used to seem so difficult, all of the things that used to be frustrating, all of the things that were hard for us to comprehend why and how they occur in this world, they, we, we get clarity around that stuff. So what this episode is all about is allowing more of the soul consciousness in, for sure. That's what the stream's teachings are all about, get bringing us back to our soul consciousness while we're still physically focused as human beings. But in that higher enlightenment of allowing that soul consciousness to flow, understand that we are not here to allow that to overshadow our ego consciousness. And the stream is shared that the very best that we can do as human beings is learn to balance those things. To have a a human experience and allow our egos to serve us by driving us to do new things and achieve new goals and want more while connecting with the soul consciousness for clarity and balance. All of the positive things, all of the answers to all of our, our, our problems, all of the solutions to our obstacles are all up our vibrational spiral, up where we are connected to our soul consciousness, up where we are connected to source. And when we figure out as, as human beings how to balance these two things, how to live a human existence and enjoy the, the physical aspects of our world, while being spiritually connected at the same time, well, that's a very, very satisfying way to live life. Understanding your creative power, understanding your ability to overcome any obstacle that you place, and you place them all, as we all do. Understanding that there is no reason to fear death for ourselves or anyone else. Because as the stream is shared, and we didn't even need to hear it from them, death is the one thing that we will all absolutely experience as human beings. We will release this human body and reemerge into our completed state, into non-physical. And in doing so, return to a completed state in pure positive energy where polarity does not impact us, where negativity does not exist, where there are no obstacles, where we are in a blissful state of freedom and joy. 
connected with our vibrational neighbors, as the stream likes to say. And as wonderful as that sounds, it's very clear from the stream's guidance that we get into that situation and we remain there for various amounts of time as far as physical earth time goes. Of course, time there is very different. But we eventually will become bored with that. Because while there is no contrast, there is no overcoming of obstacles, there's also no expansion. Because all of our expansion as a soul consciousness comes from the overcoming of obstacles. And that expansion not only contributes to our own personal independent expansion, it also contributes to the expansion of source as a whole. Because we are all part of source, and when we expand, Source expands. So to say that we no longer have an ego, well, obviously that's not true. As long as we are alive, as long as we are physically focused human beings, we have an ego. It can certainly work for us or against us. And from my experience, it's all about balance. Having a strong enough ego to get through life and, and really be able to put yourself out there and be your authentic self, taking risks, experiencing life, consuming all of it, if that's your desire, while not allowing your ego to get so far ahead of you that you then begin to feel superior or that you become arrogant. Because arrogance is really rooted in fear. The need to feel superior to another, the need to talk down to other people, the need to place yourself on this pedestal is not a sign of your soul consciousness being in balance with your ego consciousness. It is not a sign of you being in balance with source. Because source does not judge. And there are no rules from their realm or their perspective. So if source does not judge, and there is no real judgment, there is no real right or wrong, then how can we possibly place ourselves on a pedestal as being superior to another if in the eyes of source we are all the same? I know I have a healthy ego. If you listen to this uh, show very often, you probably get that. I have to have a healthy ego. How else would I develop the ability to channel source, to speak it and write it for the benefit of others, not just myself, and to put myself out here this way to say, hey, I've got source coming through me. I have eternal wisdom that I can share that will make your life better. Absolutely, from my human perspective, my ego is aligned with that message. And the stream has shared that if my ego were not up to speed with what they have to offer, I would not be the one that they would be offering it through. But it's also very, very clear that that in no way makes me superior. Absolutely not. In fact, that's why I like sharing my trials and tribulations and my imperfection on this show all the time. I love using... My life as an example, the stream very often uses my life as an example in their teachings of what to do and what not to do. 
I definitely air all of my dirty laundry here. If there's anything going on in my life, you're always the first to know about it, as boring as it may be. <laughs> but I, I definitely have mechanisms, and the stream is definitely there to keep my ego in check. Yes, I believe I have the ability to reach millions with this message and, and help change the lives of millions of people, but I'm also very well aware that I'm sharing the stream's message, and I'm a living example of it. But at the end of the day, all of the results that people get from listening to this show or reading my book or watching my videos or taking my program, all, all I'm guiding anyone to is, is tapping into their own personal power. They're making it happen. They're the magical ones in their lives. I manifest for me. I cannot manifest for any of you. I'm here sharing a message, and I'm very humbled by it. And I sure as hell understand that that in no way makes me superior. It does not make me a guru or a god or anything of that nature whatsoever. And the stream has been very clear about that. And I've even said, if I ever get into a situation where I'm letting my ego get ahead of myself with all of this, and I'm turning into a guru, then you're right to walk away. Those of you that are vibrationally aligned with this will likely not be vibrationally aligned with that. And there's nothing about being revered as a guru or placed on a pedestal that is even appealing to me. I like my humanness. I like my imperfections. I embrace them. I'm a work in progress just like everybody else. I feel very humbled and fortunate to have this message coming to me and through me. But even more so now that I'm sharing it for the benefit of other people. It's so much more meaningful now. And I promise you, now that I'm sharing it for the benefit of other people, the things that I'm getting and the things that I'm sharing and all of these processes that have come about have dramatically increased. I'm 50 years old. I've been receiving this my whole life. And 49 of those years, it was really just for me. And up until 40 years or so, I really misused a lot of it. It's really the last 10 years that I really figured out that, wow, I, I can make these teachings work on every single topic there is. And then once I figured that out, I realized, wow, there's nothing satisfying in my life anymore because I have all of this coming to me, but I'm keeping it to myself. And the only real satisfaction that I'll get from it is if I share it with other people and allow others to benefit from it. And it's amazing to me how much the stream has delivered in this past year since I've been sharing it. If you've listened to this show for a long time, you, you understand how much this message has already evolved. This new process of TIA, T-Y-A, Trusting Your Abundance, and this TIA boot camp, this is all new stuff. This is all less than a year old. And yet people are getting into it. And they're changing their lives as a result of it. And it's my goal now to continue to share this with more and more people and to see more and more people change their lives with it. And by changing their lives, I mean joy. I mean clarity, the clarity of source. Understanding why we're here. Understanding our purpose. Understanding how to overcome obstacles. Understanding every negative thing that has ever happened in our lives and how it actually serves us. 
And absolutely understanding that in doing all of that and getting up our spiral, being more joyous, that abundance will flow. And abundance is whatever we define it as. Money, experiences, relationships, improved health, weight loss, diminishing or eliminating chronic pain, better relationships with our friends and family, better romantic relationships, even better sex. It's all available to all of us through the clarity of source and through this amazing practice of Taya that they have delivered to us. So you will hear me speak of this often. It's revolutionary for sure. And the best thing about it is it's simple. It's not judgmental. It's not dogmatic. It's a spiritual practice that we can all learn. And we've just begun changing lives with it. And a big part of it is balancing the ego and soul consciousness. Letting your ego play, letting your ego drive you, allowing yourself to want things. If you want to be rich, there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to own multiple homes, if you want to travel the world, there's nothing wrong with any of it. There is no judgment from source. The only place that the stream guides us not to go, if we wish to be joyous, is a place where we're using these manifestations, these material things specifically, to stand in place of our own natural source connection. That's where we get ourselves into trouble. That's where addiction comes from. You see people that have lots of things, lots of material things, lots of money, lots of homes, cars, yachts, all of that stuff. And for some, it seems like it's never enough. They always have to have more. And you have to ask yourself what that's all about. And does it sound judgmental to do that? Well, the stream has shared that we're all judgmental. But by judgment, they mean, and I certainly mean, looking upon something or someone else and discerning your preference, whether that is your preference to be that way and have that in your life or not. Are you judging when you do that? Absolutely. Where we get ourselves into trouble is when we look at something for, that someone else is doing and we judge it as something that we don't want and then decide because we do not want it that they shouldn't want it either. That's the true definition of judgment as far as I'm concerned looking upon anything that anyone else is doing and saying, you shouldn't be doing that, regardless of what it is. And a lot of this boils down to not someone who is manifesting lots of stuff. I could care less. Have all the houses, cars, yachts you want. If it makes you happy, good for you. But the more difficult path for many of us is watching someone, especially someone that we care about, heading down what we consider or perhaps even know as a self-destructive path. For me, it's when I see people manifesting negative things in their lives and not doing the work and not understanding that they are doing that to themselves, 
knowing that I can help them, but also understanding that not everybody wants my help. Not everybody's aligned with this message for sure. And at the end of the day, it's been made very clear to me by the stream that we are not here to hold others away from their contrast. And that's a tough lesson to learn, especially if you're a parent or a child, taking care of a parent perhaps, wanting our loved ones to change, to be more like us perhaps, to be happier, to be more abundant, to be more connected to their own stream rather than negative and miserable and unhappy and unhealthy and not abundant, not allowing the things they want to flow, holding themselves away from it. And when you start finding out how to do these things, when you start really learning about the universal laws that allow you to create the life of your dreams and you start manifesting those dreams, you want to shout it from the rooftops. I understand. I would love to go out and just teach Taya to the world because it's so life-changing. But the truth is, not everyone's aligned with this. In fact, a whole lot of people <laughs> probably think I'm nuts channeling the stream. What the heck is that? Telling people they can have anything they want. You've got to work hard. You've got to get out there and bust your ass or be born into the right family. Life is tough. There's no easy breaks out there. You hear all this stuff all the time. What I teach in Taya goes against the belief system of many, many, many people on this planet. And I'm probably not going to change that. But they're not my audience. They're not the ones that I'm doing this for. I'm here doing this, putting this out there for those of you who find your path to it who are one way or another vibrationally aligned to it. Therefore, you have found your way here. And you listen, and it makes sense, and it resonates. Perhaps it challenges you a little bit, but you like it. You start to apply these things in your life, and you start to see results. You're getting clarity. You're more joyful. You're manifesting new things. You're enlightened by the message. You're inspired by it. Really, that's the very best that any of us can do. No, we're not here to hold others away from their contrast. Not at all. And you can't save people from themselves. But you can absolutely provide your own stream-connected, positive example to the world. And let those who are vibrationally aligned to it be inspired by it. And understand that many others will not be. And that's completely okay. You cannot save people from themselves. And you should not want to save them from their contrast. Let them live it. And the very worst thing that they can do is die. Perhaps drug overdose or suicide or just reckless behavior. Manifesting an illness that is terminal. Before the time we think. They should be passing. Well, the truth is we're all going to die. And we're all on an independent journey. So why hold someone away from their contrast 
if we're so concerned about them dying. Why are we so concerned about that? If we believe that we're eternal and we don't fear death because we're all going to do it anyway, then why worry so much about death for other people? Let's allow the world to live their contrast. This doesn't mean that we have to turn a blind eye to everything, to violence and war and things like that. We can take inspired action against that if that's what we desire, for sure. But trying to save the world, especially when the stream is shared that the world is not broken at all, that we come here for contrast, it's a very different way of looking at life, for sure. And not everyone's ready for that. But if you are, and you are interested in the Taya practice, and that's why you're here, then I'm going to bring the stream in and let them share their thoughts on balancing the ego consciousness and the soul consciousness and the benefits of that as a human being. We'll be right back. We are here. We flow through David to share with all of you ways to optimize your experience, your lifetime here on planet Earth as human beings. We have delivered a spiritual practice that will bring you joy, clarity, and abundance. And we continue to share new ideas that are part of this practice and part of our message. And we have been asked to come via David's intention and share with you our thoughts and our guidance on your ego. We understand that many of you believe when you discover spirituality, when you begin to reconnect with the eternal part of you, your soul consciousness, as we refer to it, that many of you believe that you must become one with that and release the aspects that make you human to work on releasing your ego to work on shutting your ego down and no longer allowing it to be part of your existence. Well, we are here to tell you, first of all, that that is not possible. Your ego will be with you as long as you are physically focused as a human being. We are also here to tell you that that was very much your intention when you focused yourself, when you projected yourself onto planet Earth, as a human being, that from your soul consciousness, your eternal perspective, you understood very well that you would come here and allow your ego that you acquire when you become physically manifested to overshadow your soul consciousness so that you may have a unique human experience. And by unique, we mean an experience that is an amalgam of your eternal soul consciousness that is absolutely flavored by multiple physical experiences. This is not your first life. 
This is not your first time physically manifested in physical form, in a physical environment. And we assure you it will not be your last. But your intention was very much to come, acquire your ego, project yourselves in the path of contrast by vibrationally aligning with all of the aspects that you were born into, including your parents, your race, your religion, your location. All of those things were your vibrational match. Understanding from that soul consciousness perspective that all of those things combined with your eternal knowledge, those personality aspects that you bring that are unique to you, would give you a unique human experience, an experience of contrast, and allowing that contrast to inspire new creation by you because of the expansion that that offers was very much your desire. And understanding that even though your ego overshadows your soul consciousness, there is always a path back to it, at least to a large extent of it, while you are physically manifested. You see, you have access to your soul eternal consciousness. You have access to us. You each have your own personal stream flowing to you with all of the eternal wisdom that comes with it. And when you find yourselves on a path that leads you to something as unique as this, this connection that you are making with us here, you have indeed experienced many things in your life that have brought you to this place. Very often difficult things, very often high contrast. There is something about you, something about your life experience so far that has placed you on this path, that has made you vibrationally aligned with this message that has caused you to want to go inward, to be more spiritual, to find your paths back to your soul consciousness. And sometimes when some of you, not all of you, but some, do this, you then begin to believe that your soul consciousness is the answer to everything. Well, indeed, it is true that your soul consciousness connection has the answers to everything. Understanding the very simple universal laws, the law that you call the law of attraction, stating that all creation occurs via attraction, and the law of polarity, understanding that all attraction is governed by polarity. All of your other laws are really branches of those two things. And when you come to understand those two things, and you come to explore your own unique source connection, often via meditation, you reach the point of clarity that we call the clarity of source or seeing through the eyes of source, being fully emerged in thought with us. 
gaining this higher perspective, gaining access to this level of thinking that is well beyond your human level of thinking. And sometimes you believe that this is what your intention was, was to come and find your path to this and spend the rest of your days in meditation. Spending your human time quietly attempting a connection or even establishing a connection to your soul consciousness. And while we understand when you first discover this, the joy and clarity that come with it may feel like all you want and need from a human perspective. But it is our promise to you that that is not why you are here. You did not come to this physical place to sit in meditation and be one with Source at all times. You came here with the intention of polarity dragging you down your spiral, with the intention of disconnecting from this energy, with the intention of going down into negative, and in doing so, placing some obstacles, manifesting some unwanted things into your life for the contrast that those things provide and the expansion, the growth that overcoming those things, even if you are only overcoming them in the understanding of them, but the expansion and the growth that that provides nonetheless. For you as a human being, and more importantly, as a soul consciousness, because in your being part of the collective, as you all are, being part of us, you are also contributing to the growth and the expansion of Source, that which we are. But it is important for you to understand that to live what you consider an amazing human experience, we are guiding you to balance your ego consciousness and your soul consciousness, understanding that they both serve you as a human being that you will never release your ego as long as you are physically manifested. It is there. And if you so allow, it is serving you. It is driving you through this life experience, through this lifetime. And it is driving you to experience new things in this physical realm, to acquire, to possess, to have the experiences, regardless of what they are. There is no judgment from us. There is only judgment from you. And if you are judging yourself for wanting to have human experiences, if, because you are wanting to have things and experiences and encounters of a physical nature, we are here to tell you that that judgment is a human creation. And that any spiritual practice, modality, religion, that attempts to dictate to you what your desire should be, we would guide you away from that. We guide you to your desires. So long as you understand that your desires are your preferences and these physical things that you very often desire are there for your enjoyment, for your appreciation, and the only time 
we see you getting yourselves tripped up in all of this is when you begin using these human physical manifestations as a replacement for your connection to source, to us, to allowing your stream to flow. You see, there is no amount of money or things or experiences or encounters that will replace your source connection, that will bring the level of joy that simply being up your spiral, up in positive emotion, connected to us, will bring. So we guide you very much to make your work being up your spiral, but understanding that you can set positive intentions while you are up there toward anything that you discern as your preference, whether it's money or fame or things or encounters, including those of sexual nature, whatever it is, If you have the ability to view it and discern it as your preference, you have the ability to manifest it. And we promise you there is no judgment from us regarding any of that. You are here to have a human experience. You are here to eat what you want and drink what you want and do what you want. As long as you are eating and drinking and doing and having and possessing for the experience of it and not to sue the disconnection from your stream that you are not allowing. That is where you get yourselves into trouble sometimes. That's where addiction and things of that nature come from. But when you are up your spiral and you are connected, and your soul consciousness is realized by you, and you are experiencing and knowing and enjoying the experience of that, and discerning your preferences, and setting your intentions, and manifesting the physical things, the experiences, the money, the travel, the food, the people that you resonate with, the serendipitous moments, the beautiful clothes, the cars, the jewelry, whatever it is that you discern as your preference. Entertainment. All of it, all of it is available to you. There is no judgment around any of it. None of that will hold you away from your spiritual connection unless you allow it to do so by your using it as a replacement for that spiritual connection. But there is absolutely a way for you to balance your soul consciousness with your ego consciousness. And there is a way for you to discern your preferences and judge on that level of everything that you are encountering, and you all do. But judge for yourselves, not for others. For it is not your place to judge their activities, nor is it your place to hold them away from their contrast. These may be new ideas for you. These may be ideas that are difficult for you to 
initially digest. But it is our promise to you, if you wish to be joyful, if you wish to connect and have the clarity of source, and you wish to be abundant in any area that you discern as your preference, your work is to be up your spiral. Your work is to not judge. Your work is to not try to create in the lives of other people, to not try and hold others away from their contrast. It is truly none of your business. Make your business discerning your preferences. Make your business being up your spiral, up in joy and clarity. And make your business setting your intention toward your desires and allowing them to fully manifest. Make your business trusting your abundance. For all of this comes down to trust. Anytime you are not receiving what you desire, it is because you are not aligned with it. And you are not aligned with it because you are not fully trusting the universe to deliver it to you. And when you begin trusting actively for the universe to deliver anything and everything that you desire with ease, without your having to figure out how it's going to happen or when or where or any of those things, you are in a positive state of allowing. And you are magical. And you will see what amazing things flow to you when you release the need to be right. When you release the desire or the need to figure out how. When you release the fear that in your current society you are taught on many topics throughout most of your lives. When you release those things, when you no longer fear, when you no longer need to be right, when you no longer need to argue your point, when you no longer need to influence the mindset of other people, because you are fearful you will not receive what you want because they are receiving what they want. These are very freeing things. And as a human being, these things will make a major impact positively on your life. And this is a huge component of that which we have labeled the practice of Taya. Allowing what will be to be allowing others to live their lives as they wish, including living their own contrast, and allowing your dreams to flow to you without prejudice or judgment, and allowing them to flow in your trusting of them, in your trusting of the universe to deliver everything that you desire. It really is as simple as that. And this practice that we have delivered is something that each and every one of you can learn. Forgiving your transgressors, detuning any transgressor, any person, circumstance, or event that is less than ideal or less than wanted in your life, present or past, detuning all of that to the point of appreciation. Working every day, to keep your source connection established. And by work, we mean quieting your mind, loving yourself, sitting in appreciation, even if just for a few moments per day. And then making your real work, your real activity, 
managing where you are on your virtual vibrational spiral. Teaching yourself to constantly ask, am I up or am I down? Where am I on my spiral right now? And what you are receiving in your day and what you are receiving in your life is a direct reflection of where you are generally on your spiral. Are you generally up in happiness and joy? Are you generally down in doubt and fear? There is a way to be up your spiral most of the time, and there is a way for you to fully understand the down the spiral time. And in fully understanding it, appreciating it, and knowing what not to do in that time, and then using your tools to move up that spiral in ease, up into positive territory, and doing so by appreciating yourself, by finding things around you to appreciate. Appreciation and love, including self-love, is the fastest path up your virtual vibrational spiral, up into positive emotion. And as our promise to you, when you spend most of your time up in positive emotion, actively working your way up there in the beginning, and allowing that to become a habit, and allowing yourself to know when you are beginning to go down your spiral, being acutely aware of what the first step in the negative feels like and how to reverse that on demand. These are life-changing tools indeed. Teaching yourselves this practice. Teaching yourselves to be joyful almost all the time, and to allow your abundance to flow, to trust that everything will always work out, to understand how to balance your soul and ego consciousness so that both are serving you. And when you get this balance going, we promise you that your life will open up in amazing ways that you've never even imagined. That new people new circumstances, new events, new conditions will flow to you that are so incredibly satisfying. But you must release some of your human traits that you have been taught. Most importantly, all of the fear that you, many of you, have allowed yourselves to be controlled by in this lifetime. And it can be done. You can all detune this and learn these things in a very short amount of time. But it takes work. It takes focus. It takes determination. But you can absolutely do it. And when you do, life opens up. And when you do, clarity comes in. And when you do, you begin to see the world through a very different lens. And when you do, you no longer notice depression, lethargy, 
any of the down the spiral conditions can be cured, can be reversed. You need not visit that down the spiral place again. You learn to pull yourselves up. You learn to be acutely aware of when you're beginning to go down and, and use your tools to reverse, to go back up your spiral up into positive emotion. It is our promise to you that with just a little bit of work, you can reverse a lifetime of limiting beliefs. And it is also our promise to you that with all of the modalities of spirituality that are out there, that any branch that is telling you that you must release your ego or that you can never judge or trying to tell you what you must eat or drink to remain spiritually centered, we are here to tell you that none of that is true that you are here to have a physical human experience and it is very much our desire for you to have that physical human experience, to enjoy it, to learn from it, to allow it to evolve to new places like you've never even imagined. And we guide you to set broad intentions with your life without a lot of specifics, understanding that the universe can and will deliver everything right to you. So allow your ego to take you where it will. Allow yourselves to dream big. Allow yourselves to believe in you and believe in your ability to manifest anything that you desire. And allow your soul consciousness to come and intertwine with that ego consciousness and become in balance with it and allow both to serve you well in this human lifetime. That is all we have on this topic. Hi, it's David. I'm back. I just got through listening to the stream's commentary on ego and soul consciousness. This is becoming a bigger and bigger part of our Taya practice, understanding that we are learning a spiritual practice in the practice of Taya, a spiritual practice that works very, very well. But it's not about releasing our ego and not being a human being. It's very much about balancing these things and allowing ourselves to dream and want to do more and have more and be whatever we want to be and experience whatever element of, of human experience we want to experience, there's no judgment from them on any of this. But keeping it in balance with our soul consciousness, keeping it in balance with where we are on our spiral and allowing our natural source connection to be realized. And these things are available to all of us. And I know I talk about Taya Boot Camp in here all the time because that's a big part of what I do all day long is work with my clients that are in boot camp. But that's a big transformation that I see with people coming into boot camp. They really are becoming far more confident in their ability to manifest, or about their ability rather, to manifest anything that they desire. And it really is sort of about letting your ego off the leash a little bit. 
and thinking big and dreaming big. What can I have? What can I be? What can I do? But understanding that all of that needs to be balanced with our soul consciousness, with our spiritual connection. But when we get that balance right throughout the eight-week program of, of Taya Boot Camp, man, it's just so amazing and so empowering. And if you've seen the testimonial videos from people that have been through there, you see that. You see this transformation. And the funny thing is, is that we have these manifestations, businesses. Uh, there's even, I, I think I've shared several times now that, that there is one who is even manifesting, uh, having something turn into a television program. There are amazing healing stories, all of these big manifestations. But so often people talk about their, their stream connection, their confidence, their joy, and just being aware of where they are on the spiral and knowing how to move up the spiral, being the most valuable thing they got from this. And I find great satisfaction in that because we've taken a practice that is very much about spirituality and the law of attraction and things that are sort of all over the place. But people are realizing that being joyful and setting intentions for just positive day after positive day is really the key to a joyful life. It's not about manifesting this big fancy vacation or this beautiful home or this car or any of those things. That balancing these two things is just such a satisfying experience in and of itself. And then all the stuff is great, but it's just a bonus. The real delivery of the Taya practice is having this spiritual connection and this source connection and feeling the state of joy and euphoria no matter where we are, what we're doing, and learning how not to react to current conditions if they're not what we want. This is big life-changing stuff that the stream has delivered, and I'm excited about it. That's why I share it so often on the show, and if you're listening, obviously you like hearing about it because you're here. And I fully understand that this isn't for everybody. Not everyone is ready for all of this. This is a unique thing that is here delivered for people who are really ready to take their spiritual practice to new heights and to take their lives, their human existence, to the next level or to several levels up. Because this makes you understand how invincible you really are and how you can absolutely have anything that you desire and how the universe will absolutely always take care of you if you get out of your own way and allow it to. It works. It works for me. It's worked for many of my Taya Boot Camp graduates now. We have 50-some-odd people, a little over 50 now, in and out of boot camp, and a lot of amazing transformation stories to share as a result of it. So if you're interested in Taya Boot Camp, you know where to reach me, david at thestreamofdavid.com, or you can visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash Taya, T-Y-A, for trusting your abundance and learn more about this amazing spiritual practice. And this show, more and more, we're going to be sharing different aspects of that because it is so transformative and so incredible. And I want it for everyone, but I realize that not everyone's ready for it. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time as always. I hope you found some new inspiration in the show today. And I look forward to speaking to you and sharing the stream with you next week. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, Abundance Breakthroughs, The Practice of Taya, if you have not already. Namaste. 
you for listening. To learn more about the Stream of David, visit thestreamofdavid.com. For topic requests or to learn more about David's Taya Boot Camp, email david at thestreamofdavid.com. See you next week.